This is Scott. This is Rebecca. Welcome to Hardy Party of Five and a Half. It's kind of like a variety show. That's right. A smile for your ears. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. Hey, Rebecca. <laughs> we are this close to Thanksgiving. We are. Like, it's Isn't right it around weird? the corner. It's so weird. It's crazy. And here's what I want to know. What is that? Have you done any research on cornucopias? Because do you remember I wanted to, like, bring back the cornucopia? I thought you were bringing back the cornucopia, not me. Mm, I just wondered if you, like, knew anything else about it. Nope. <laughs> I am bringing back the cornucopia. But remember, today's cornucopia is the charcuterie board. It's the same thing, basically. How do you spell charcuterie? C-H-U-R. I'm done. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. T-E-R-I-E is on the end, but I don't know what goes right there in the middle. I want to put a Q in there, but I don't think there is. So this episode is all about the National Spelling Bee. (laughs) No, it is not. It is about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All about Thanksgiving. All about Thanksgiving. And we have so much to be thankful for. Things. Yes. But first, let's get into some of the history of Thanksgiving. You've okay. been dropping hints all week because you've been doing your research. And I'm like, stop talking. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me. I want to hear you it never now. Want, you never want to know what I'm researching until right now. That's right. I hear it when you hear it. The oh. audience. So you're like the, you're the man on the street, but yet you're a woman. I, I don't know what that means yeah. by the man on the street. Well, like... TV shows and stuff used to go out and talk to the man on the oh, street. Yeah, or radio right. shows even in the 40s and did And just kind of work with it? Yeah, you just yeah. go out and see what the man on the street or woman on the street is thinking. Okay. So you ask random questions. Well, I would like to know what the like man... Like you would go up to someone and go, do you have a cornucopia? Do you know what a cornucopia is? And how they would you, go like... How do you spell it, charcuterie? It's the charcuterie board of today or something. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it Wait, is? Wait, no, it's the opposite Wait. of that. Charcuterie board is the, the cornucopia... cornucopia. What? today <laughs> what are we gonna make shirts yes i saying... just want to sh- i don't even i just want a shirt that has a cornucopia on it oh yeah that'd be super festive and like retro cool you need a you need a shirt that is cornucopia but it it's only made by saying the word cornucopia like it's cornucopia over and over oh. and i'm not making that no please, i'm not making it no will you please design that? no you need to commission someone else for that <sighs> i'll draw it up If I draw it up, will you make it happen? (laughs) Nope. Yes. Really? Of course. (laughs) What have I done? Cornucopia shirts coming right up. (laughs) For next Thanksgiving, not this Thanksgiving. (laughs) I love this. But honey, this could be a thing because we could make a sleigh out of the word jingle bells. Okay. And do a Christmas shirt. Yeah. You could make the word independence out of firecrackers and have a fourth of july shirt yeah this sounds like a lot of work <laughs> not for me <laughs> <laughs> when you're the visionary you yes, don't, maybe don't do as much like work i just like to throw those ideas out there and let you like work just chew on them yeah you know these are good ideas they're actually pretty good <laughs> you heard it here first folks <laughs> okay all right so all about thanksgiving <laughs> Let us get focused on Thanksgiving. I'm focused. Because it's only a few days away at this point. It is. It's crazy. It's almost Can't a week. Can't believe away. it. Huh? A week. Almost a week. I know. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving, are you wondering how it started? I am wondering how did it start. Okay, now Thanksgiving in America, we're going to start before America. But Thanksgiving in America has a complicated history that we're going to kind of get into okay. a little bit. We are not the show that's going to get like deep into all the political, socio-economic things of Thanksgiving, because that's just not what we do here. But we are going to talk about it a little bit because it's a little more complicated than I think we realize it is, okay. or how we've been taught that it is. Right. So we're going to get into a little bit of that. Okay. But the idea of Thanksgiving itself kind of came from the ancient Greeks, Romans, and Egyptians. Because they had festivals, they would celebrate festivals after the harvest in the fall. Okay. So that's kind of where the idea originated, is 
just celebrating that you had a harvest in the fall. So that's way back in ancient Egypt, right? Greece and Rome. So okay. thousands of years ago. What were they harvesting in Greece? Uh, crops. What kind of crops? I don't know. Okay, just <laughs> like Greece. pizza crops. No, that's not pizza. Greek. Gyros. Is that how you say it? Is I it gyros know. or hyros? How olives. do you say? Let's just go with. They olives. were doing olives. Yeah, they had lots of olives in Greece. We're just gonna go with olives. Yep. It was Italy in Rome. They were harvesting pizzas. Pasta. No pizzas. Okay. Don't Good. pizzas grow out of the ground? Sure. Okay. I can't wait for our cooking episode where <laughs> I harvest. Where we grow a pizza tree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, have an olive plant. <laughs> yeah. It's also, it has some, it has um, some foundings in Jewish holidays oh, as well. Oh, really? Yep. There's a holiday called Sukkot. Okay. Which is also called the Festival of Tables. Oh, I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, and that was a Jewish, like, it was also commemorating the um, the exodus out of the Promised Land. Right. Is what the Festival of Tables does. Yeah, yeah. But also it's celebrating the harvest. Right, So okay. a lot of the, it's very much based on celebrating harvest. Right. And with the Jewish, and even with the Egyptians and Greeks, they honored their gods with it, uh-huh. so it was very much a religious thing. And we're going to talk about after we get through the history of Thanksgiving that it's a lot less religious now than okay. it used to be because yeah. all these are very religious things. Um, and even the Native Native Americans had festivals after their harvest, so people were very excited about getting food. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> and they were very thankful and getting still food. get excited about getting <laughs> That's food. Right. We have Thanksgiving before every meal because we we pray and thank God for those meals. Right. So the first official Thanksgiving, and there's even a little debate about this, but we're going to go with 1621 in Plymouth. Um, There is, there's some history in that it was 1619 as well in a different part of the country where colonists were coming in. But we're going to stick with 1621. Okay. And of course that was in Plymouth and... In 1620, a small ship called the Mayflower, which we've all heard of, yes, um, showed up in Cape Cod, which we... Oh, we were there. Yeah, we were very close. We were in Cape Cod, Boston area, and right north of there is where we all... Om- did we see signs for Plymouth? We did. We yeah. almost went up there and looked at Plymouth Rock, uh, yeah. where they landed, but That's we didn't go up Plymouth there. That's Plymouth Rock. Yeah. Oh, we were that close, and we didn't do it. close. So, I, know, I know. Next time. So people were coming to America. A lot of it was for religious freedom because, oh gosh, you could really get into a big history of the Catholic Church and the Protestant Church in England and just how they battled and just centuries of stuff. And um, we won't get into all that. But they were coming to America so they could... It was Protestants who wanted to worship freely. It was okay. one of the main reasons they came. Okay. There's other people are always also coming to make it rich. Like they knew there was, they were finding all these resources here that they didn't have in England. Mm-hmm. So they came over. There was 102 passengers on the Mayflower. Okay. Question. Yeah. Weren't there three ships? Well, that's your. Are you talking about uh, what's his face? Columbus. The Maria, Santa Maria, yes. those, those are, that's way that's earlier. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. That was when. Wait, can we edit that out? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it never happened. This is the real Rebecca right here. <laughs> it was only seconds. No one's going to even notice she said anything. Move on, move on, quickly. Yeah. Just So um, they came over to the new world. In the future, we need a code word like that you're like. Please don't please. Or I can start winking, but we're yeah. we video then, now, so that'll be hard. Right. Then what but if you if you just we have a code word, then I'll yeah. just start laughing so hysterically, like, of course I was joking. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretend I laughed awkwardly and now we're moving on one ship. Okay, I, what were we even talking about? The one ship at Plymouth Rock. Oh, the Mayflower. Yes. Do you know how many days it took to get over the Atlantic Ocean? Two hundred. 66 days. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, They dropped anchor near the tip of Cape Cod that we talked about. Right. And it was further north than they intended, so they were a little off on their calculations. But they did make it. Where were they intending? 
Huh? A little south of there. They wanted to be They wanted to be near the Massachusetts Bay and they didn't quite make that. Okay. They were a little north. Hey, they were doing pretty good at sixteen twenty one. It's sixteen twenty, right. doing the best they can. We would have ended it's up It's not like they had GPS on their phones. Exactly. Phones did not have GPS by then. We would have ended up in Cuba. <laughs> Way down somewhere else. Why would we have ended up in Cuba? I don't know, somewhere else. We wouldn't have been able to like navigate that. Oh yeah, we would Without have no phones, idea. Without phones, we yeah. would just be like, la la la. Oh look, land. I use the phone, my GPS on the phone, to go to the store just to make sure there's no traffic. Do I need to go another <laughs> way if there's a wreck? And it's like four minutes away. You know yes, what I mean? I'm way too just dependent. Around the corner. Yeah. Um, it's true. So they got there in 1620. Throughout that first winter, it was so brutal. They stayed on the ship. They didn't even... Wow, really? They lived on the ship for like almost the first year because okay. it was so brutal. Um, they had exposure, scurvy. I'm not sure what scurvy is. I know pirates get it a lot. Like Captain Jack Sparrow and them, they got it a lot. Oh. And I think it's just like... I think scurvy is like a really intestinal, nasty disease Ew, that you don't want to get. Okay. And a lot of contagious diseases. So they weren't doing very well that first year. No, they were not. Um, only half of the Mayflower's original uh, passengers made it through that first so winter. So, 101, because there was 202, right? No, there was 102. Oh, so they're, 102. they're down into the 50s now. Oh, sad day. So, yeah. Um, in March, they finally moved ashore. So they had gotten there in September of 1620. In March of 1621 is finally when they decided, okay, we're going to start building some houses and stuff here. So they got off the ship and started Right. Found settling. the contractors and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Lumber was really expensive. They had to wait. <laughs> the lumber was way too expensive. So they're like, we're going to wait before we build anything okay. to see if these prices come down. Smart. Yep. The chips weren't in the cars, so they couldn't yes. build the cars they wanted. Um, I think I'm getting confused now yeah, between yeah. like now and history. Right. Yes. But anyways. Okay. Um, so after they did that, um, they were surprised when they came ashore and there was um, a visitor from one of the Indian tribes was speaking English to them, came up and sp spoke English. Um, and then that Native American came with another person that we've heard of in history, Squanto came. Okay. And um, they were a member of a, a tribe. They knew English because Squanto had been captured by the Eng an English sea captain and sold into slavery. Huh. And then he escaped out of London and got back to his homeland. Okay. So that's how he knew English. Um, he helped, Squanto helped the pilgrims who had been weakened by malnutrition and illness. Uh -huh. He showed them how to cultivate corn, extract sap from maple trees to get maple to get the sugar catch fish in the rivers, and avoid poisonous plants. Because, obviously, the settlers had come to a place they'd never been, so they didn't know what was poisonous, what wasn't, right, and how to do things. Yeah. Um, and he was he also helped them, like, with the Indian tribes around them, he helped them, like, broker some peace with those tribes initially. So things were... When we think about the first Thanksgiving, we think of this warm, fuzzy, like, oh, everybody loves each other, and <laughs> we're, we help you, and you help us. And, right. You know, it was... It's not quite that way. It, it was a peaceful thing, and it was a good thing, but there was... The, the tribes were warring against each other, and there was some awkwardness with having settlers there. So it wasn't like this big festival that we think of at, like, Thanksgiving... Mm -hmm plays that our kids give and all that. It wasn't quite that, like, warm and fuzzy that right. we're thinking. Um, so what happened, it was after the harvest, and they were celebrating the harvest. So in November, this is November 1621, uh, the pilgrims had their first corn harvest, and it was a success, so they were excited. Governor William Bradford organized a celebratory feast. Governor of what? Like the governor of the area. Okay. Like, he, he had to have a title, you know. <laughs> um, and he invited the local Native American allies to come and uh, celebrate with them. And really, they think a lot of the food and stuff was very Native American because 
those were the supplies and the resources they yeah. had. So that's kind of, it wasn't like, you think of now like the cakes and we have we cornucopias yes. and <laughs> we have pumpkin pie and uh-huh. turkey and turkey probably wasn't even on the menu that day. Really? Uh-uh. Um, the festival itself actually asked lasted three days oh wow now that's a tradition i can get on board with i know it wasn't just the morning of eating and then watching the cowboys playing (laughs) like we have now um so yeah most of the dishes were probably traditional native american spices and cooking methods um because the pilgrims had no ovens at this point and their mayflower sugar supply had dwindled so they were probably using the maple sugar up from the trees and stuff yeah um like I said, it didn't feature pies, cakes, desserts, and all of the things we think of. Yeah. So, um, just to go back a little, and I mentioned in 1619 there was another uh, celebration in the Berkeley Hundred, and it was in Virginia that they landed, and they had a. This was a meal of oysters and ham that was thrown together. Does that sound good? No, sounds no. terrible. <laughs> okay, you looked, you just shook no, your head like. It, it's not that. It's that oysters do come into play in a current modern northeastern tradition. Like, oh. I'll get to that in a okay. minute. Okay. So, this is the. And, uh, that, and you've just brought it all full circle. For I know, me. look at that. Wow. Do you see okay. what I did there? I see. And we didn't We didn't even plan this. Yeah. I love it when a plan comes together. Right. Um, and that, the 1619 is what some other historians think was really the first, like, thanksgiving festival okay but it was very like low-key the one in 1621 like i say lasted three days and it was a much bigger thing um and then even other (laughs) i mean this just gets really complicated because even other scholars say that decades before that the spanish settlers had broke bread in florida with salted pork and garbanzo beans in 1565 like they were celebrating a harvest there too with the indians so you've got all these different stories. I've got to think from the beginning of time, when food was harvesting always in the fall, somebody people, had a party. people were having a party. Yeah. Like, seriously. Because you knew, like, we're going to eat. Like, it's the coming. whole next spring we can eat. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And we're going to have a party. So I feel like probably people have been being thankful a lot longer than these, these dates. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after 1621 is when this gets more complicated. Because May Sue Soy was the Indian chief, the Wampanoag, Wampanoag, Mm -hmm. sorry, I'm probably butchering some of these terms, (laughs) Um, he was, that was the Native American tribe that was at the first Thanksgiving with the pilgrims. Um, They had allied with the English, and they were, they were doing pretty good. They were allied against them, they fought against the French and then other local tribes with the English. Okay. So they had a pretty good thing going. But over time, that whole alliance kind of strained and fell apart. And by the time his son became the chief, and his name was Medukamet. Medukamet. <laughs> um, missed opportunity to name our kid that. Yep. Actually, we named Jake that. Do you remember <laughs> we were talking about naming Jake that? No. No, I'm kidding. Um... He actually took the name King Philip. This is the first chief's son. Okay. He took the name King Philip, and that was in honor of the English settlers because he was trying to stay in good standing with the English. So he's like, you can call me King Philip because it kind of, he was honoring the English. Yeah. Um, Well, that didn't work out too well. Um, Pretty much immediately during his reign or his chiefdom, I'm not sure how you say that, um, (laughs) Some some of the Native Americans were executed by the English from their tribe. So this turned into um, something called King Philip's War. Okay. And that lasted from 1675 to 1678. Oh, wow. That's a long So, so let's just review for a second. They showed up in 1621. Okay. 1620. 1621, they had the festival. Everybody's getting along pretty well, considering... And then it just kind of disintegrated from there. So, huh. again, Thanksgiving's not, it turns, it doesn't turn into the, like, warm fuzzy we think about. Right. But it's just like we, on our show and with the podcast, we're trying to look at how, how can we do, 
no matter what the history of something is, what can we do now to make this good, to make mm-hmm. this a good thing? Yeah. So that's kind of, when once I get through all the history, that's kind of what we're going to talk about is, despite all this complicated history, what do we think of Thanksgiving today? Right. So that's really where we're heading. Um, so they had a war for three years. The King Philip was assassinated by a Native American called John Alderman, and his his wife, King Philip's wife and child, were sold into slavery in Bermuda, which mm-hmm. is in the Caribbean down there. Yeah. Um, so, a historical journal out of Massachusetts, they said the death toll could have been up to 30% of the English population during this three-year war. Mm-hmm. 30% of the English were killed, and half of the Native Americans in New England were killed. So kind of a devastating war, wow. a three-year war that really wreaked havoc on wreaked havoc on both civilizations. Really, wow. Um, so that's kind of how it started, and then in 1789, <laughs> it's a, there's a lot more to it than you think, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, in 1789, we have George Washington, mm-hmm. the first proclamation proclamation of Thanksgiving. Okay. Not not a national holiday yet, but the first time. Because they were celebrating the end of the American Revolution against yeah. the British, mm-hmm. and they were also celebrating the ratification of the U.S. Constitution. I just watched Hamilton, so I know all about this. Okay, can you can you throw off some? Can you break off a rap for us? Really? From Hamilton? Not throwing away my shot. Oh really? <laughs> oh wow, that was good, Becca. Um, so in 1789, we had the first proclamation. That's George w., George W. <laughs> That's a totally different president. <laughs> A little later in history. Um, in 1817, the first state adopted Thanksgiving. What state do you think that was? Northeast. What state do you think? First state adopted Thanksgiving. Yep. Massachusetts. Nope. Virginia. New York. Oh, okay. Yep. So in 1817, New York became the first of several states to adopt the annual holiday. They each kind of celebrated it on their own day. It kind of shows you how, like, not united we were at uh-huh. the beginning. Because New York did its own thing, Massachusetts did its own thing, um, and most of the American South didn't even celebrate it. Oh, so wow. it was mainly the Northeast was celebrating Thanksgiving. Um, so then in 1827, we have an author, a magazine editor, called Sarah Jos- Josepha Hale. Okay. I'm just going to call her Sarah Hale, <laughs> because Josepha's kind of a weird name. Yeah. We almost named Jake Josepha, didn't we? No, we did. No. Um, <laughs> She was a magazine editor, and she... Do you know what she wrote? What did she write? She wrote the, the nursery rhyme. Pumpkin pie recipe? No. Oh. She wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb. What? I know. Crazy, right? <laughs> I, that was just a little tidbit. I was like, oh, I didn't even know who wrote that. So it was Sarah Hale. Who's ever even thought about this before? I know. That's why I'm here. I think about these things so you don't have to. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I can just tell you later what I found but out. But why does Mary Had a Little Lamb have the same tune as ABC's? I don't know. They just, there's a lot of songs that kind of like share, uh, yeah, share rhythms and You're melodies, right. you know. Yeah. Like Under Pressure and Eminem. Ice Ice. I, or Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. yeah. But I think you have to pay for it a lot more now <laughs> if, if, yes. if you sample these things. Yes. Um, this is a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll do a whole sample thing, okay. and then you can really rap oh, yeah. on that one. Um, she, uh, Sarah Hale, in 1827, she launched a campaign to establish Thanksgiving as a national holiday. Okay. It took a minute. That's the question. How many, <laughs> yeah. how many states were there at this time? Oh, gosh. That's a good question. There, I'm not totally sure how many states. It was more, I think we had a lot of states... Uh, east of the Mississippi and a lot of territories oh, okay. on the other side of that. Okay. So um, pretty much anything east of the Mississippi was probably a state or getting really close to it by okay. this time. Um, so for 36 years, oh gosh, um, <laughs> for 36 years, she was trying to, she was like sending letters to governors, to senators, to presidents, and it earned her the nickname Mother of Thanksgiving. Aww. So she did this for 36 years. It wasn't until Abraham Lincoln was president in 1863. Okay. So she started this campaign in 1827. Wow. And it doesn't become a national holiday until 1863. And there is no 
theater play on a on Abraham Lincoln that I'm aware of, so I don't know anything about this. Okay. I only know Hamilton. There's a Steven Spielberg movie that's really good. Oh, we really? need to watch that. Okay. That you can learn a little bit about Lincoln. Um, so at the height of the Civil War, um, Lincoln, in an effort, he he was a visionary. Like he was thinking, what's going to happen after this war? Even though in 1863 the war wasn't going very well for the Union, uh-huh. he was thinking he was still thinking ahead of how are we going to repair this after we're done? Yeah. Like how are we going to come back together? So one of his ideas was to use Thanksgiving as a way of us, for us to all be thankful for things. Huh. We, could, um, we could use a little of that this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we definitely could. And he was hoping this would help heal the wounds of the nation. We could use a little of that this yep. year. So he scheduled it for the final Thursday in November. Okay. And it was celebrated on that day. It was celebrated on that day every year until 1939. So now we get to 19... We're not quite to 1939. I'm going to tell you what happens on that day. But we have some fun stuff now. Okay. In 1920, we had the first Thanksgiving Day Parade. (gasps) And it wasn't the Macy's Day Parade. Okay. It was the Gimble Brothers in Philadelphia. Isn't that from Elf? The movie Elf? Don't they say the Gimbles? Oh, maybe it is. I thought that name sounded familiar. I think it is. So maybe they used that name. It's either an Elf or Jingle All the Way. (laughs) Two of our favorite holiday movies. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. So this was the first Thanksgiving Day Parade in 1920. It was a procession of 50 people, 15 cars, and a fireman dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> no big Scooby-Doo or no Snoopy. <laughs> no. What do you call Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo. No Scooby. <laughs> no big floats or no. Yes. Yeah. Snoopy is what I was thinking of. Yeah. And I was saying Scooby-Doo and I put them together. But Scooby. Yeah. What do they call those things? They're not floats, are they? They're, what are those? I've just gone blank. The big inflatables. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have any of those? No, they did not. Okay. <laughs> so what's funny is, so this is 1920. Okay. And we think of Macy's Day Parade now. Right. That hasn't quite happened yet. And that happens in New York. But in New York, do you know what they, this is a weird custom I didn't know anything about. Before the Macy's Day Parade, which became, is obviously a big thing we do. Right. Okay. In New York, what they would do is. They had a tradition of children painting their faces and donning tattered clothes to mag- to masquerade as ragamuffins, like to act like they were poor and homeless. Why? And and they would ask the question, anything for Thanksgiving, they would go up to people and beg. And they begged door to door for pennies, apples, and pieces of candy. Huh. So that was kind of the tradition that New York had until the Macy's Day Parade. Weird, right? Yes. I, that doesn't even compute in my head, but that's what they did. And honestly, it actually annoyed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. For the kids to come in and just act like they're poor and beg for stuff. Weird, right? Yes, but I have a question. Yeah. Okay, there's this song about put a penny in the old man's hat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. It, okay. What, did that have anything to do with I wonder this? If it may have. I've never heard that song in my entire life. Well, Miss Piggy sang it on the Muppets <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's a real song, oh, yeah. but Miss Piggy sang it on the Muppets Christmas. So maybe that has something yeah. to do with it. And if you haven't got a penny, a hey penny will do. If you haven't got a hey penny, then God bless you. Okay, this is probably I, it. I have never could figure out what a hey penny is. But yeah, I don't know what a hey penny is, but yeah. I think the song does have yeah. something to do with these kids begging for pennies. I don't know. This all comes together, doesn't it? With Miss Piggy. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Miss Piggy was a lot deeper than you thought. My mind is blown. I know. So after that, in 1924, we get to the Macy's Day Parade. Okay. Um, and this was R.H. Macy. And he had just gone public in 1922. And he started to acquire all his competitors around him and open up regional locations. So the Macy's flagship store in Manhattan, which we've been to a few times, uh-huh. was doing... Uh, such brisk business in 1924 that he ended up buying the entire city block there on that corner from Broadway to 7th Avenue along 34th Street. Uh So he's got this giant department store. Miracle on 34th Street bringing in another Christmas. That's right. Okay. So we think of Thanksgiving, you know, you think of, because 
1621, very much religious roots of that, thanking God for harvest. Uh-huh. Well, this parade has nothing to really do with that. <laughs> um, he wanted to showcase the opening of the world's largest store in the one million square foot of retail space that he had acquired. Okay. So he decided to throw a parade in downtown New York on Thanksgiving morning. Started at 9 a.m. How does one decide to throw a parade? I would like to decide to throw a parade. Well, first you have to own half of New York. Why? I don't have to own half of anything. Because you have to have the money. He had money and he could pay people to go do this stuff. No, that's not what happens. Now you pay an entry fee to put your float in a parade. It's advertisement. But who started the parade? You're saying you want to start a parade. Yeah, I'm just going to go say, here's the parade route. I'll clear it with the city council. You probably have to buy a lot of permits now. And then you just tell people if they want to advertise, they just pay me money and they can put a parade in the float. Okay. Well, let's get to work on that. Okay, let's okay. do it. Okay, Rebecca's starting a parade. I'm What's the name of the parade? parade? I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a holiday that's not much celebrated. You okay, know? what's that going to be? I don't know. What's a holiday that's not much celebrated? April Fool's Day? Um, people kind of get into that. Yeah, but that'd be a... Like Flag Day, I don't know. I'm trying to think of Flag some Day other. Flag Day would be colorful. Yeah. And pretty. I, there's National Whatever Day. Every day. Yeah. Right. You but I don't really those. want to do a National, national Left Handers Day. You could have a Left Handers Parade. I could be on that. We'll just keep thinking on this, but yep. we need to have a parade. Okay. Do you know how long the first parade was? How many miles? More than one mile? Oh, yeah. It was six miles. Oh, wow. So they started at 9 a.m. Mr. Macy had some people in this parade. (laughs) (laughs) And they... He had a lot of sponsors. So the tradition was, for a long time, the Macy's Day Parade ended in time so people could go see the Syracuse versus Columbia football game. Oh, that's funny. At the Polar Grounds. Okay, did people pay to be in the parade, though? I'm not sure about that. Yeah, this is a money-making thing that has... I know they do now. Yeah, I know. Like all these companies. Yeah, absolutely. It's, It's advertising. So I'm just wondering, like... Okay, do you know who do you know which character was the first inflatable, which we can't remember the name of? Was it of. not Snoopy? It was not Snoopy. Snoopy didn't come around until, I think Snoopy originated in 1950. Garfield. Garfield was in late 70s early 80s. I have nothing. <laughs> I don't know. It's the character I talk about a lot randomly and nobody ever knows what I'm talking Marvin about. Marvin the Martian. No. He was way that was in the too. 40s, yeah. Um, How do you know when characters were developed, Scott? I don't know, because, I don't know, I misspent youth. I don't know, babe. Um, what about Superman? Huh? 1939. <laughs> Batman was 1941. Wait, wait, wait. What about yeah. Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo, 68, 67, somewhere in there. These aren't exact dates. I'm getting around the... Powderpuff Girls. Powderpuff <laughs> Girls. Gosh, when was that? 90s? <laughs> Mid-90s? <laughs> When were our kids? When were we, when were we watching that? Pretending our kids were watching it. Was it mid nineties? Early two thousands. Okay. I watched Powderpuff Girls. I don't Girls. know who this first person is. The first character that had a balloon, the inflatable, was Felix the Cat, and oh. nobody's gonna know who that is. Okay. I used to love Felix the Cat. He had his bag of tricks where he could pull out anything he needed. Yeah. In the situation and take care of things. I don't know that I would know Felix the Cat if I saw a picture of him. Well, I just don't know. I, I need to bring Felix wait. back. Yeah, you do that. I'm going to work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the Thanksgiving Day Parade Maybe is... you can incorporate a tiny Felix the Cat in every shirt that you make that has a cornucopia or a oh, jingle yeah. bells, like a hidden one, oh, like yeah. a Where's Waldo, but Where's Felix? Yep. Okay. All right. Listen, I have come up with so many money-making things on this one podcast. We're going to have a parade for Left-Handers Day. That's right. T-shirts. T-shirts. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. This is an empire we're building right now. Um, so it's the largest and most famous parade, obviously. It attracts two to three million spectators now. Wow. This is on a, kind of on my bucket list, by the way. I would really like to get I this would really someday. like to do this, too. I want to. I feel like it's going to be like Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. That's what I want to experience. Um, it's the Today's round is only two and a half miles, so they've shrunk it back shrunk down. It it's down. not six miles. Yeah. Um, this has always been hard for us to do because our kids have always played sports, and often they're like, don't plan to go anywhere on Thanksgiving in case we have playoffs. Yeah. So we have actually not for had football, the opportunity sure. to do that. Yeah, but we, we, are, we need to put that on the list for next year. a different season of life. Let's do, well, we can't do it next year either. Jake will still be playing. Jake could be playing for two or three more years. 
What are we going to do about that? We're going to be too old to go. Well, based on this season, they didn't make the playoffs, so. I don't know. I think we'll be okay. We'll have, it'll be clear. Well, yeah. but here's the deal. College football is different than high school football because college football is on Saturday. And yeah. high school, like when our kids were in high school, we were more responsible for like getting them to and from things. There were pep rallies and all these things going on. Weeks so a Thursday else. would be open. Thursday would be open. Okay, why well, have I done this I before? Okay, we got to put it on the list. Okay. Put it on your list, Rebecca. It's mentally on my list. Okay. So we now we're all the way to 1939. Whew. So the holidays. I haven't even been born yet. <laughs> 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 this is exhausting. So, uh, but we're learning a lot, right? We're learning a lot. We're learning the complicated history of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So since 18... You know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful that? you did all this research. <laughs> okay. Not me. I'm here to serve. Yes. So from 1863 to 1939, it had been pretty much the same thing. You know, the same the Thursday... Same, uh -huh. And we had, now at this point we've got the Macy's Day Parade. Things are you know things are going good. So FDR Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Yeah. He moved the holiday up a what week. What was his middle name? Delano. 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 With the O on the end. D E L A N O Delano. We almost named Jake that, didn't we? No, we didn't. Oh, Stop okay. saying that. <laughs> what do you mean, Delano? Delano. I think it's a cool name, Delano. What did I ever think his middle name was? FDR. Do you know who his cousin is? You know who his cousin Teddy. is. Teddy. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. They're cousins from New York. Okay, move on. Okay. I did not know. And that. also, Franklin Roosevelt had polio okay. earlier in life. Mm -hmm. From the 20s on, he couldn't walk. The My dad, who grew up, Roosevelt's the first president he ever knew, and he cried really hard when he died. Really? Because it was the only president he had known. He had no idea that Roosevelt could not walk. The media, which is different than the media now, the media covered that up because they wanted, it was during the war, mm -hmm. and even before that, during the Depression and all that, they didn't want people to think he was weak or anything. They wanted, they wanted, the media wanted the citizens to see the president as strong. So they never, when he, he would wear braces to stand up to give speeches, but then he would just fall back into his wheelchair. But the people never knew that. My wow. dad did not know until... He was in high school that Roosevelt could walk. Wow. So it kind of tells you how the media has changed. I was going to say, wait, yeah. the media was like helping Kind of protecting him. And protect yeah. yeah, that's really strange. So yeah, anyways, um, he moved it up a week because after the uh, Depression, he was trying to get people to spend more money. Again, it comes down to money, like the Macy's Day Parade was about money. Yeah. So he moved it, which upset a lot of people, and people called it Franksgiving. I'm not sure why they called it Franksgiving. Frank um, Franklin. So, oh yeah, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, who is Frank? But it's Franklin. <laughs> oh, very good, Rebecca. I mean, let me help you out. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I was like, why is it Franksgiving? Babe, Who's Frank? I'm here to serve. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So they called it Franksgiving because they felt like the president was taking advantage and moving it just to make money. Right. Which he was to help try to make the economy right, yeah. keep moving. For the people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in 1941, he reluctantly signed a bill to move it back to that Thursday that we have it now. Okay. Um, so there you go. That is wow. the American... That's kind of the lowdown on how Thanksgiving came about in America. That is a lot. And you can Google this stuff and really, it just depends on as if you're a parent, how much do you want your kids to know and how are yeah. you going to navigate all that. Right. But let's talk about now. What are the things that we do now and how do we make Thanksgiving great despite yeah. this complicated history? So, you know, for the Hardy family, what we we are very much like if you don't have a place to go, our house is your house. Like, we will bring in anybody. We'll feed you some turkey, whatever you want. And, in fact, this year, invited a few extra people, and I've told I've told them. Some of them are in their, in their 20s, you know, so they're like young girls. And I'm like, listen, no strings attached. Come eat some food. You don't have to play games. You don't have to watch football. You don't you have to talk wanna, to us. You don't even have to talk to us. Don't so even look us in the eye. We prefer eat. you not look us in the you eye. Just... <laughs> You just, I'm just come kidding. eat, and then you are free to go. Like whatever. Yeah. I actually texted our 
Izzy's dog groomer today because she oh, just yeah. always comes to the door and stuff and drops the dog off. And I was like, hey, just making sure you have a place to go for Thanksgiving. And she does. So that's good. Yeah. I love having like different people in the house and everybody getting to meet different people. But you, you want to know who's in the house, not just like you don't want thieves yes. to come in the house. No. Oh, or burglars. Not typically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not typically. So we have traditional Thanksgiving food. I remember when we were first married, I remember the house that we were in on Paula Drive. Okay. And I remember my mom and my grandma teaching me how to make a turkey and how to make the Thanksgiving meal. Mm -hmm. Like all the recipes that my grandmother used, that my mom used. And so to me, I'm very traditional about that now. Like I know some people that are like, we just pick up our Thanksgiving food at... Lubies and bring it home, and we're all fine. Is Lubies still a thing? I don't know. Oh, okay. But something like or that. Or canes. No, not canes, but oh. like you can go places like <laughs> Cracker Barrel and get like oh, a yeah. traditional. That actually sounds pretty good. Cracker Barrel for Thanksgiving sounds good. Not that I would want to do that, but it doesn't sound what? terrible. What? I spent a lot of time cooking Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> you want Cracker Barrel? No, I'm just, I'm not saying I want Cracker Barrel. I was just saying that doesn't sound bad. Can you rewind? Because I'm pretty sure you said you wanted Cracker Barrel. <laughs> it's, a, it's on the record, isn't it? It is. I didn't say I wanted Cracker Barrel. I said that sounded good. Mm -hmm. You are an amazing cook, and I love Thanksgiving. Okay, well. With you. All right. It's okay. my turn to talk. Yeah. Anyways, I like <laughs> my family recipes. So whenever we invite people over, I barely tell ask people to bring anything other than like ice and lemons <laughs> like what like for tea and stuff uh, okay like i literally because i can't have you bring in some funky recipe that you think is good that doesn't fit in with that your doesn't recipe. fit like you mm. like i cannot have you bring sweet potato casserole with marshmallows on the top because that is a no-go in fact do you know that your son called me the other night he's having thanksgiving on like I don't know. In a couple of days. Which son is this? Jake. Delano? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Jake, oh, Jake is having Thanksgiving with Kate's family. Yeah. That is his girlfriend. Like a few days before Thanksgiving. He said he would make sweet potato casserole. He loves sweet potato casserole. This, the proper sweet potato casserole has pecans and brown sugar sprinkled on the top. Right. It does not have marshmallows on no. it. No. You know, he has the nerve to say to me oh, on the no. phone. Mom, it's fine. I found a recipe. It's got marshmallows on it. I was like, mm, no, we do not actually have sweet potato casserole with marshmallows on it. That's a no-go. Yeah. So I had to send him the proper recipe, which is fine. So now he's been trained in the ways of like proper Thanksgiving food. Yeah. I also have my grandmother's stuffing recipe. It's got to be done that way. Like, you cannot be having box meal, anything. Nothing's out of a box. Not even the rolls. I mean, I don't like the rolls to be, like, even already cooked. Like, I really like those Rhodes rolls. Okay, so I'm just very traditional. I don't want you to bring anything. But the oyster thing I was going to tell you about is yeah. that there's a big thing. When I'm talking to my clients, what do you do for Thanksgiving? Like that is like the question is being asked every 30 minutes in the salon to the next client. Yeah. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Everybody always has it's different things. It's an informal things. survey. Informal survey. Pretty often people say like they're, they're going to have cornbread stuffing or oyster stuffing. Hmm. And okay. I don't really know what oyster stuffing is, I don't know. but mostly it's people in the that are from originally the Northeast that have it or used to have it. Yeah, I thought oyster you were going to say clam clam chowder. I've no. never heard of oyster, it's oyster stuffing. stuffing. Okay, hmm. so yeah, that's a thing, and I wonder if it comes from what you were saying earlier. But yeah. of course, are we going to try on it? the north on the coast? I mean, obviously you have a more like more oysters, probably. So, are you wanting to try oysters? No. Okay. We're, we're, we're we keeping are, it we south. We just went over how I like the traditional recipes. <laughs> now, why you want to mess with that? We're deep south. This it's is what perfect. we're doing. It's comfort perfect. food. It's comfort food. Okay. Now, last year, I did make an additional thing of Thanksgiving. Believe it or not, turkey and ham, eh, it's all the sides. It's all the sides that are traditional to me. <laughs> like, I, we don't even eat that much turkey, but people love ham. But last year... I went on a girl's trip, and we decided to make this unusual recipe called Beef Wellington. Oh, yeah. It was really good. Beef mm -hmm. Wellington has a lot of layers to it. It takes a lot of time to prepare. 
uh, all day, actually, a better part of the day. And it's beef tenderloin. It's mm-hmm. got all these layers of yummy things, and it's got a flaky pastry on the outside. And it was so delicious. So much better than Crackle Barrel. It really is. It better be. Yeah. They don't even have that. See? Yeah. So, anyways, I made that last year. And, I mean, people loved it. It was really good. So, sweet potatoes, stuffing. We usually have a green bean casserole of sorts. Definitely homemade rolls. Now, the other thing that I'm not super particular about are pies. Like, I like to have pies, but they don't have to be homemade. Like, Sam's has a great pies. They're $6. They're really big pies. Totally fine. I will probably throw some apple cobbler or peach cobbler in there. Like, put it in the oven and make your house smell really good and put, throw some ice cream on it. So, we might do that. But that is how I feel about Thanksgiving. Most of my clients, everybody, they have their own traditions. What I really see our fu- in our future mm-hmm. is having Thanksgiving on. Like, I'm very happy to have a holiday on not the holiday. Yeah. I would rather us all be together on the wrong day than only half of us together on the right day. Well, yeah, I think as people are moving and jobs and marriage right. and yep. we're going to have to be more creative. Change. Yeah, And I'm fine with that. I actually really love the idea of us waking up on a Christmas morning. This sounds really weird. Maybe a little selfish, but I'm going to say it anyways. Yeah. You and I waking up on a Christmas morning, having coffee and breakfast and giving each other gifts. When the kids are all coming maybe three days later or maybe they were there three days before. Just knowing I want everybody together and I want to have a full day and not a day where everybody's split and stuff. And I would just soon have us just wake up on the actual holiday, celebrate that together, just the two of us, and then do something with the full family later. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. And also on Thanksgiving, isn't it that evening that we usually do the tree? Like we start getting everything ready? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but that is not going to happen this year. Yeah, this we're doing it a little early this Alex time. got invited to Disney. So. I know. He's going to Disney World instead of spending Thanksgiving with us. I would, too. I would, too. Yeah. Especially Universal. They're going there, <laughs> Any too. one of us that got that invite would have gone. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to do that. It's fine. But I think the one overlapping day this, this year will be Tuesday, and that's when we'll get it done. Yeah. So it'll be fine. So do you remember, okay, I'm going to give you some ideas of things you can do to each other on Thanksgiving, like games and stuff. You remember when, <laughs> when we bought a Hornish hen? Cornish hen? Cornish hen. What's a Hornish hen? I don't know. A Cornish hen, and we put it inside the turkey. Yes. This was just a few years ago. Yep. And we had Jake come over, and we were we were, gonna we, teach were him. we were teaching him how to like stuff like get the stuff out. What do you call that when you pull all the innards out? No, that's not what we were doing. What what were we, we were doing? Te- it was already cooked. Yeah. We were teaching him how. Well, oh, you're my taking dad all this, Yeah. Was gonna teach him how to like carve a turkey properly. Yeah. And then we realized we made him realize that there was a corner that there was a baby turkey inside. Yeah, they, we they told were him like, that a baby turkey. It, we told him it was a pregnant turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulled that thing out and thought the turkey yes. had had a baby. Um, then we had to remind him that they lay eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do a practical joke on your preteen or teenager, there's your idea for this Cornish year. Hen. Yep. Cornish hen. Yeah. Cornish inside the turkey. Inside the turkey. Right. It works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a big deal for us also is football. Yeah. We always make sure we watch the football games. Yeah. So you eat a lot of food yeah. and then you watch the football game, which is what's... Sometimes we go play football. Oh, yeah. That's been mm-hmm. fun, too. What's interesting to me is, like, to know, like, after the Macy's Day Parade, they mm-hmm. always went to the football game. So you can see that for, yeah. like, 80 that's years, that's been a thing. That's why everybody does that. That's yeah. so cool. It's funny how all this, yeah, all these together. traditions come together. Yes, I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah, I love Thanksgiving. It, it, honestly, I, tr- I truly do really like Thanksgiving, maybe more than Christmas. Why do so you like really, Thanksgiving more than Christmas? There's no strings attached. There's mm. You don't have to do... The prep work is really just about sharing a meal together. Yeah. And it's not about any gifts. I don't have to think any further than, like, everybody's coming over and we're going to share a meal together. That's it. There's something special about the intimacy of a meal. Mm-hmm. And also, like, when you go to someone's home and they've made it, like, there's this effort that's been given yeah. to be hospitable that I think just creates a different atmosphere than yeah. other holidays. Yeah. And like you say, you don't have to worry about presents. You don't have because we just went through, Alex has a girlfriend now. We were trying to figure out, we just spent like an hour figuring out what to get her for Christmas. So and we won't do that with our own children. <laughs> 
They're getting a ski trip. That's yeah. what they're getting. We, we long ago figured yeah. that we like to give our kids um, like experiences over things. So, But I think just like you talk about, just inviting people over, having a mm-hmm. meal, just hanging out. Right. There's no strings attached. You don't even have to look us in the eye is what she said. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just what makes it more special. And you're just... Huh? Did you I? Said that. Oh, I said that. Yeah. Um, it just makes it more. Sp- I can see where you think it's more special. Is that mm-hmm. with Christmas, it's become so retail, right? And we feel like we have to give things to people, and yeah. we do that in in a good spirit too. Yeah. But there's no pressure to do all that with no. Thanksgiving, and you can just be thankful for fam- family, friends, mm-hmm. and what God's done for you during the yeah. year. So I think so, yeah. I that's, love that that's we, the goodness of Thanksgiving to yeah. me. Yeah. I love that we ha- circle up and pray together, all holding hands. Like we just don't, we pray before most meals at our house, but we don't usually do it quite so intently as we do on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's like super special to me. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Thanksgiving, old and new traditions. Yep. All about Thanksgiving. All about Thanksgiving. There you go. So if you have not already liked and subscribed to Hardy Party Five and a Half, you sure better do that. Up in the top right corner on your app podcast, there's a little check mark. Just tap it. Yep. And then scroll all the way to the bottom and give us a five star rating and maybe I'm scrolling now. Maybe find some words to write <laughs> that are positive if you want to. <laughs> Hey, would a negative review review even be good? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. No, don't do the negative. I'm just kidding. Just positive. Yeah, positive just positive. Ones only. If you don't like be our thankful. podcast, I don't even know why you're still listening. It's been like 45 minutes. <laughs> you should have but turned you know it what? off by now. We're thankful for you. Yes, that's right. Thanksgiving. We're, we're thankful we're, for you. We invited you. We're glad you're here. Oh, gosh. You're sound like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> okay. Hardy party five and a half. Over and out. We'll see you next time.